0: Hello and welcome to the Zombies Podcast, my name is Dan Bird and you're joining me on a Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon here in the UK and a uh, a very eventful week has come to a close in the NFL, we broke down four games yesterday on yesterday's show, go back and listen for my first tape analysis of the week um, and this show here is a slightly shorter, shorter show, um, we'll obviously delve into the Antonio Brown uh, allegations but uh, we've got our power rankings to, to discuss as well, going from 1 to 32, um, AFC East, AFC East, in fact. But uh, we'll talk about the Antonio Brown business with the Patriots who seem to have this reputation of gaining the, these criminal um, activities on players, which uh, is a killer, really, for them. Uh, they have Randy Moss, obviously, and now they, uh, they've got Antonio Brown, who's done similar uh, similar actions. Uh I don't think you'll get cut. I don't think you'll get suspended. Maybe by the league, he'll get suspended, but not by the, the Patriots themselves. Uh, they'll kind of ride this one out after bringing him in uh, for basically nothing. It's a free hit for them. They're not going to lose anything apart from a uh, a third round pick uh, in the future when they eventually release him next year and get that conditional third round pick. But um, it, it's a it's a win. It's a win for the Patriots really because they haven't given up anything for him. Uh, obviously, the, the Raiders gave up a bit for him and and, and lost out, but. Uh, maybe they knew this was coming and they cut him before it came to light. Who knows? Uh, Mike Mayock got a bit of revenge on Brown with that win against the Broncos um, on Monday night where they looked impressive without him. Darren Waller at the tight end position looked really good. Um, and yeah, they have they have other weapons, Terrell Williams and, and etc. on that offence. And Renfro, they have options of, apart from Antonio Brown, so I don't think he was the, the only piece of the offence. Uh, and the Raiders do look quite good, although they are uh, pretty low down in my power rankings, which is which is coming up here. So we'll go um, in five team blocks, um, and we'll sort of explain the reasons why I have teams ranked as I do. Uh, I'll explain this in every every Wednesday show, but I'm going to do this based on who I think would win uh, in a five game series against the next team below, um, and then <laughs> consequently, they're below after. So. We'll start with 1-5, to five, which is New England at 1, Kansas City at 2, New Orleans at 3, Philadelphia at 4, Los Angeles at 5. Um, the Patriots look really impressive. Uh, I know they usually slow starters, but that 30-point win against Pittsburgh was impressive, uh, and they should be uh, rewarded for that with a number one spot. They would have started at number one anyway uh, in the preseason, and they remain there. Kansas City again look good. Jacksonville are really bad, but Kansas City look good on offense. They're they just res- res- resuming what they did last year. And uh, and looked impressive. New Orleans at three, uh, that that come behind, come from behind win uh, in the last seconds of the well field goal showed they still have the cojones to win big games. And they did against the uh, against the Texans, who are quite high up in my list as well. I rank them highly in the AFC South, um, and they're by far and away the best team in that uh, that division. Uh, they're kind of two teams there that are close, but they're two by far and away the best teams in that division. In that uh, that come from, that division, sorry. And New Orleans at three. Philadelphia at four. Uh, looked good against Washington. Uh, came with a bit of, um, had to show a bit of fight going down by 10 to nothing against against Washington, but came back well uh, and showed they have the, the offense to, to get it going. They showed Deshaun Jackson, Darren Sproles, the OAP uh, partnership, showing that they still have, have, uh, have it in this final season alongside Carson Wentz. The defense looked good as well, apart from that start where they obviously week one rust is a thing. And then at five we have Los Angeles, who had a good win uh, against uh, against Carolina, who uh, who dropped a few places from my preseason rankings. Uh, Los Angeles, there's always a question mark over Jared Goff, um, and obviously I'm thinking would Jared Goff beat Carson Wentz over over a five game series? Obviously you've got different factors in that, um, but I think Doug Peterson would beat McVeigh's team over over a five game series, and that's why the Eagles are at four and the Rams are at five. And that's the, that's the top five. Those are the, the, the elite um, elite teams in this league. I would have thought uh, those are the teams that are going to be vying <laughs> for a playoff spot. And there's only one in the AFC. So what does that say about that conference? But um, But yeah, we'll move on from 6 to 11, which is Dallas at 6, Green Bay at 7, Minnesota at 8, Baltimore at 9, Seattle at 10, and Los Angeles at 11. So Dallas over Green Bay just for the running game, really. Uh, Green Bay haven't proven their running game is stronger um, than than it was last year. Uh, Dallas have a good defense, a good squad there, good linebacking core. Uh, They know how to control games, and they certainly did against uh, against uh, the New York Giants, who are quite lowly, to be honest. And then we have Green Bay at seven. Rogers showed. um, He grew into the game on Thursday night against Chicago, who have dropped a little bit, in my opinion, just based on the quarterback, to be honest, but Green Bay at 7. Defence looks better. Offense looks eh, but it will get better as long the season goes on, as long as you don't get crippling injuries to, like, to Rogers of or Adams or Bakhtiari. So uh, Green Bay will probably remain quite high on this list. Minnesota at 8. Totally dismantling uh, the Atlanta Falcons, who themselves were a good side in the, in the uh, 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 NFC and just totally took them to the shed. 28-0 lead uh, going into the third quarter. So they rose quite high. Uh, above the Chicago Bears in fact the Ravens at 9 this may be a bit of a false a false placement for the Baltimore Ravens but they probably are the best team in the AFC North uh, by quite a distance uh, Lamar Jackson looked good against uh, against uh, Miami but we'll see if that was again a false a false reading of the situation uh, we can't quite tell next week because they are the Arizona Cardinals who we all know about their situation their terrible defence Um, We have Seattle at 10, who uh, came out on top of a tough game against Cincinnati, who rose, in my opinion also, uh, to be the second-best team in the AFC North. Uh, But Seattle came out of that. They don't usually lose at home, um, and that's why in a five-game series, if that series started at home and finished at home, I would back Seattle uh, to win that series against pretty much anyone um, below them. So that's why they sit at 10. We have Los Angeles. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers at 11. Who bring up the third AFC team, uh, just outside the top ten? Philip Rivers is always an elite quarterback. Uh, they have weapons. Melvin Ingram not being there is a bit of a, a bit of a blow to their to their ranking. They would be slightly higher if he was playing for them, playing at a high level. But uh, I think the Seattle and Baltimore would beat um, would beat Los Angeles in a five game series. I know that the Ravens got uh, totally blown out in the playoffs last year by the Chargers, but it's playoffs so that seems like a one off situation. So we'll go from 12 to 17 here. We'll go with Chicago at 12, Houston at 13, Tennessee at 14, Cincinnati Bengals at 15, and the Buffalo Bills at 16. The Bears at 12 have dropped a bit just because of Mitch Trubisky looking awful against Green Bay. I know the stats looks okay, but he could have thrown easily thrown three interceptions in that game. Alan Robinson made it look better and a lot of contested throws uh, to the outside. And yeah, he just looked a bit hapless. Maybe that's because the Green Bay's defense has improved this year. Who knows? But you look totally hapless out there. And um, and yeah, that's why uh, Chicago dropped to 12. Their defense will always keep them high and keep them in games, like they did against Green Bay. Um, but Trubisky going to drop them every time. The Texans at 14. Uh, they are probably the best team in the AFC South, marginally. I have the Titans at 14 because of their impressive performance against Cleveland. Uh, so I'm going to do these two teams in a sort of a, as a joint, really. Houston looked good against uh, New Orleans. I haven't seen the full game. I have to admit, I've seen the highlights there, but uh, the quarterback, Sean Martin, looked good uh, for, for Houston. Uh, they obviously missed Davy and Clowney quite a bit, but there was nothing they could really do in that situation. They're going to lose him anyway. Uh, the defense took a bit of a hit. And yeah, they, they are probably the 13th best team in the league. Uh, they will beat the majority of teams in the league, but then when it comes to playoff time, all the teams above them would beat them, I would have thought. On balance, And the Titans, again, will always be a middling team as long as Marcus Mariota is the quarterback. I know he was good uh, on Sunday, but he will always have those stinkers where he can't quite get the offense going. And Derrick Henry isn't producing 75-yard screen pass touchdowns, so that's where they sit at 14. Cincinnati at 15 really uh, grew on me. They were quite low in my pre-season rankings where they shot right up. With that performance against Seattle, I'll be aiming to watch Cincinnati in their their next game as well uh, for my tape study on Tuesdays. I'll be h- hoping to watch Cincinnati in their in their game. They were pretty good. They 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 showed a lot of fight. Uh, John Ross looked good. Dandy Dalton looks good under the new coach Zach Taylor. And yet, that's where they are at fifteen. And then middle of the road sixteen is the Buffalo Bills, uh, who beat New New York, who has seventeen. In fact. Uh, and and just look a solid nine and seven eight and eight team, not really going to compete for much, but look solid. May get the wild card in the AFC because it's so bad. And and yeah, they they look a good a good effort. Josh Allen, uh, really grew into that game. Obviously, week one you can't judge too much, but um, I have my my spreadsheet in front of me here, which I'll be doing week by week, and I'll publish that on the social media account at Zone Blitz So that's the the top half of the league. Um, a lot of teams have dropped down just based on my gut reaction um, below the half top half. Maybe as the season goes on uh, the, the league will balance itself out which it usually does and the cream always rises to the top based on, on the season and the draft class etc. So we'll go from 17 to 22 we've got the Jets at 17 San Francisco at 18 Carolina 19, Pittsburgh 20 Tampa Bay, 21, and Oakland, 22. Uh, 22 Oakland may surprise people, but we'll get to that in a moment. The Jets are 17, narrow last to the Bills. They're probably exactly the same team, both with a similar age quarterback. Same growing team, still stuck behind the Patriots in their division. Aren't going to go anywhere anytime soon, so they sit in the middle of the league. Probably will compete for the wild card, or fall off in week 17, Will fall off in week 14, 15, etc. The Niners, although... Not looking too good. They did beat the Buccaneers, uh, who were quite high up in my rankings, have dropped significantly. Uh so they set at 18. Garoppolo still has question marks, their defense still has question marks, but we'll we'll see how their season pans out. I think they may drop down rather than up as, as the season goes along, but we'll see about that. Yeah, Carolina at nineteen, uh who had a pretty pretty rough loss to the Rams. Uh that the division there uh, the NFC South, on paper, looks really competitive. But I think New Orleans is so far and away the better team in that division. That's why I was saying on, on Monday's show that the NFC North is the best division in football. Because you have three legitimate, good, to elite teams in that division. And they all probably would deserve to be in the playoffs as, as things stand at the moment and stand as the season goes along. Great defences for two of them. Aaron Rodgers on the other side. So that's why they're so highly ranked. And that's why the Buccaneers and the Panthers are so lowly ranked. Um, just because the, the, the division is kind of a false enigma, to be honest. And that's why they're, they're so low ranked. Cam Newton is a good quarterback. Needs support. Doesn't really have it. DJ Moore has a fumbling issue. We saw it on All or Nothing last year. We, it again. we saw it again in Week 1. And McCaffrey is in the leak back but again, not a banger between the tackles, not going to gain you those uh, hard yards. They need a different back alongside him um, so to get those those hard yards on third down. Steelers at 20 look totally hopeless um, against uh, New uh, New England. Mike Tomlin, I think this may be his last year in Pittsburgh, he he got the Super Bowl win for them and, and that's great, but uh, hasn't made the most of Big Ben and Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell when he had them and they fell short in quite a lot of payoff games, and now they're reaping that, because they're just dropping down dropping down people's opinions, and no one really is giving uh, too much of a thought about them, really. Tampa Bay, 21. Oh, good team. Bruxerians are trying to get them going, but I think they'll be quite low down again. Like I say, the, AFC, the NFC South is a false hope of a division. Oakland at 22. Uh, this one will shock people, because they had a good performance on Monday night, but will soon see what they really are which is a young team growing in the league and yeah they won't amount to a lot this year they're in a really tough division in the AFC West uh, with, with the Chargers and with the with the Chiefs so they're not going to reach the playoffs I wouldn't have thought in the AFC unless all three of those teams have great seasons and the, the two wildcard spots come from there and yeah it would just be a growing season for them I would have thought <laughs> so that is 17 to 22, and now we'll go uh, quite quickly from 23 to 28. We have Cleveland at 23, Atlanta 24, Jacksonville 25, Detroit 26, Indianapolis 27. So we'll start with Cleveland, who had a really poor loss uh, against Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee showed if you're a good team in this league, you'll beat the average to bad ones, and this is now where we're starting to see the average to bad. 23. So sort of nineteen to twenty three is average to average to bad, and then twenty four, uh, twenty four downwards is, is again you know, low average to, to bad to awful. Uh, awful is probably thirty. Thirty to twenty to thirty two is awful. The the, the the shits in the division. Uh, Cleveland will get it together. I'd have thought they will rise into the average section uh, you know, with the buffaloes and the jets of this world, but so. Mayfield looked a bit lost in that offence. He, um, maybe he's not the star that he thought he was last year. And and that's uh, playing on his ego. He tried to make things happen when they went down uh, by a score in the third quarter and threw a, a back-to-back picks, which was a killer for them. They lost the game just because of that. So the defence was okay. They couldn't do much about the pick sixes. Uh, the Derrick Henry screen pass, they showed very, very little hustle, which always indicates to me why you're just be an average team and not a good one. A lot of the league is just based around effort, especially on defense. Just effort, flying to the ball. Obviously having some stars on that side of the ball will help, but effort is the, the key to, to the defensive side of the ball in the NFL. Atlanta 24, you can't go down 28 uh to to a team you're supposed to be on a level playing field with and not drop down significantly, and that's why they have. Uh, Matt Ryan with some awful interceptions thrown, as I saw on red zone. The offensive line looked a mess. The defence, the corners looked a mess. Darwin Cook ran all over them. And that's issues you're not going to fix in one week, in my opinion. So that's why they dropped so far down. Jacksonville, just for the lack of tackling and lack of effort, Miles Jack being a total clown uh, on the defensive side of the ball, costing his team big, uh, getting ejected from the game. And that really opened up the whole whole offence for Kansas City. And they ran away with the game. On offence, they dropped down now because of Foles' injury. We don't know what Minshew is. We don't know how good he is. A lot. I've seen a lot of people picking him up in fantasy, uh, paying quite a lot in F A A B uh, waiver structures, which I don't understand why. He's a quarterback. Um, he's a quarterback for Jacksonville, who aren't very good. So I don't understand why they're picking him up so so aggressively. And and yeah, Jacksonville will need to do a lot to get back into the the form they were in 2017 when they made the AFC Championship game. 26 is Detroit. They're pretty hopeless uh they they drew with the Arizona Card- they tied sorry with the Arizona Cardinals I mean I did pick the Cardinals to win uh that game and hasn't really disproven um what I thought they maybe deserved to win it towards the end as well Detroit totally threw that game away uh Matt Patricia is not a good head coach and that's why they've dropped down so so far it's yeah Detroit are awful and they're propping up a good division Indianapolis twenty seven, they've stayed quite low obviously because they lost the game uh, to the to the Chargers and they lost Andrew Luck and yeah they're, they're going to stay quite low here. Maybe they'll start um, Rob Rice and Jacoby Brissett is a good quarterback. I don't know if he is at this stage. I haven't seen enough of him. Um, Indianapolis maybe another team I study just to see how good or bad Jacoby Brissett actually is. And then New York. So that was the the 22 to 27 range, um, so now we'll do the shits of the league, 28 to 32, uh, starting with the Giants at 28, Redskins at 29, Denver Broncos at 30, Cardinals at 31, and the Miami Super Dolphins at 32, so uh, the Giants, it's just a matter of time before Daniel Jones comes in at quarterback, um, Eli looks okay, he's just okay, he's never going to break, um, you know, Break the mould, he's never going to be an elite quarterback, he never has been. And uh, the defence was pretty bad too. Uh, Their cornerback situation is average, Uh, no pass rush to really speak of. Um, It's going to be a long season in New York for that side of the town. Uh, And yeah, the Redskins are in the same situation in the NFC East. They've got two, you know, good to elite teams in that division and two pretty bad ones. They fought well against uh, the Eagles. Uh, but their defense tired, and they'll be on the on the field a lot. I would have thought with the with the offense that the Redskins are running on the John Gruden, who is under a lot of pressure as head coach. Uh, if they have sort of a five win season again, he's probably gone. Um, maybe they should bring the rookie in quicker. I know Case Keenum had a good game in Week One, but he's never gonna set the world light. He's not a franchise guy. Same as Ryan Fitzpatrick. You, you've got to bring the rookie in at some stage, whether he is ready in your opinion or not, you've got to try and save your job, if you're John Gruden um, not John Gruden, sorry if you're Jay Gruden, there's too many Grudens in the league, and and yeah uh, bring, the quarter, bring the rookie quarterback in, uh, Dwayne Haskins, as soon as possible Broncos at 30, this is maybe a little bit of um, bias for me, I just don't like watching Joe Flacco to be honest, he, uh, he pours the life out of me, he just stands there like a statue in the pocket uh rush four, rush five or six, play good coverage and not get Flacco all day. Um the Raiders had him under control in that Monday night game. I am I'm, I'm past it um until they bring their rookie in. The Broncos are a bit of a nothing team to me. They're gonna be probably third in the AFC West five, six wins. Who cares? That's why they're at thirty. Their defence is not what it was, Von Miller is not what he was and yeah, couldn't care less. And 31 and 32 are the Cardinals and Dolphins. They're probably 32A and 32B, to be honest. But um, Miami totally gutted their team, and it shows, with that blowout against Baltimore and then Arizona. Uh, fought well, good fight, poor defense. Uh, rookie quarterback, a lot of back down passes at the offensive, at the defensive line. And yeah, so those two are propping up the league. They'll probably get two or three wins beside them. Um, Arizona maybe get two wins in that that tie against Detroit and that will be their lot so that was my power rankings um, 1 to 32 Uh, we have New England at 1 and Miami at 32 bookended by two AFC uh, East teams so if you enjoyed the episode please do share us on Spotify Um, leave a review on iTunes Uh, there's a tip jar as well in the description of every single uh, episode should be in the Spotify description and the iTunes description Uh, follow us at zoneblitzpod on twitter and yeah uh, apart from that I'll see you guys tomorrow with my fantasy uh, breakdowns and my game picks um, will be on Friday so thank you very much for listening and goodbye